From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. All right, welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, and, uh, and you for a Wednesday morning. We're glad you're with us. It is hump day, middle of the week, and man, we'll start, to, we'll start games coming up tomorrow. Well, you know, so we got a lot of stuff going on. This is kind of the calm before the storm, I guess, as uh, as we get ready to roll here on a Wednesday morning. Kind of cool this morning. It was nice. Let's uh, let's go around the horn and check in. Good morning, Ward. How how are we? I'm great. Ryan, how are we doing? Doing wonderful. How are you, Tom? I'm terrific, thanks. What'd you think, 48, 49 degrees this morning? I love it. I mean, when I got out and, and got the jog in this morning, uh, I was, I was like, you know, I got to go back and put a toboggan on. Uh, so it's not that bad. Jog, <laughs> jog to the coffee pot. That's about, <laughs> that's about it. All right. Uh, anything going on? Anything exciting happening in your world? What are you doing with yourself this week? By the way, got the coaches show tonight. Had the coaches show last night. Yeah. So pretty normal. But the preparation for two broadcasts kind of pushed to the side this week, isn't it? With Temple off and Mary Harden Baylor not playing as well. Uh, yeah, some of it is. I didn't. I didn't know what you did with with your time when you're not. Been watching film for next week. <laughs> it just cracks me up. I'm not sure. You know, I I was I was doing it yesterday. I I, I watched a little little film yesterday, but I had a purpose for watching the film. There was a couple of players I wasn't real sure about numbers, and I was watching the film yesterday to verify jersey numbers for a couple of the Cleburne players, and I got to thinking about what I said. He likes doing this. He mm-hmm. th- this, is, this is therapeutic for Ward. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I want the numbers so I can start finishing up my charts and move on to the next thing, and I just started laughing. I said he's sitting at home with no game, so he's probably watching film and watching, I don't know, Andy Griffith since there was no football or baseball on last night. Do you watch the NBA? I do. I do. Some. I don't I don't lock into the NBA. In November? And, yeah. I don't lock into the NBA until really you get close to the playoffs or into the playoffs. There's just way so many games. As I, but I, I, I peek in on it, especially when the Mavs are playing. Well, they played last night, yeah, right? They, yeah, they did, and not very well, apparently. Well, they played okay. Um, Luca played well, thirty-seven points. He yeah. just didn't have any help again, and I, I don't know if that's going to be a recurring theme or not. It, it's very early, but I read a report where Charles Barkley got after the Mavericks for not playing well in the paint. Well, they, they, they don't. They don't have. That. It was disappointing watching them. They don't have a big man right now, or they don't have a big man that takes over down low. So, and that's been a problem for the Mavericks. I know they got to the, you know, 
finals last year, but how big is Luca? I mean, I know he's a shooter. Uh, oh, like his he's like six seven. Yeah. Can he, he can go down in there, right? Well, he oh, yeah. he can, but, but then it takes away your offense from the perimeter. Yeah, that's not your that's not his game. Yeah. He's a shooter. He is an absolute shooter. Catch and shoot. Yes. Ryan, good morning. Uh, what'd you do? I mean, you got anything? I watch the Mavericks because I don't get Bally, so anytime I can watch the Mavericks on like national TV, I take advantage of it. So, oh, it was a national TV. It was on yeah. TNT. It was on TNT last night. Oh, I was at a tennis match. I was watching tennis. That's oh, good. Yeah. How was that? It's good. It's good. My niece won her doubles, lost her singles against Temple. So there you go. It's good. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, you got a big one tomorrow night, huh? Yes, we'll be at uh, the field in Pflugerville as the University Trojans Hang take on. on. You're going to be what? At the field. They call it the field. PF mm-hmm. the field. Ah, I get it. Uh, University will be taking on Pflugerville Connolly. Have, hang on a second. Have they always called it that? Yeah, the new one's always been. Oh, called the that. new one because I've never been to the new one. I've I've oh, been yeah. to the old one several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the old one, you know, you sat low because same, it was low same and, and yeah. long. That's you know, it. same thing at the new one. And same you concept. had trouble seeing inside each twenty from the mm-hmm. from the little broadcast hey, room, uh, and I do mean little broadcast room. Yeah, it's tiny broadcast room. But uh, if I remember correctly, I think I think this is the stadium that I had to carry a mirror. And tape to the outside of the press box. So you can see the scoreboard? So I can see the scoreboard. Uh, oh, that's going to be. I'm telling you, I, I had to hang my head out the window at the old one, you know, to, to see the scoreboard. Well, I don't, and the color guy I, can't. I don't, it just I don't know it. that the window opens on this one. I can't remember. Really? And that's why I, I ran to the dollar store and bought a handheld mirror and duct taped it up so I could that's see That's a great, it. Well, I, I've never thought about well, that. Thank, thank you, Ward. Now I'm going to have to go get a mirror today. That's how it was at Elgin, too. But the thing with Elgin, the window opened so you could peek out and see the scoreboard. There you but, go. but I had to fully. And that's all you need to be able to do. Mm-hmm. But at the field, the windows don't open. So. Yeah. I, that's a good idea, Ward. Thank you. The things we do to bring you high school football broadcast. <laughs> Where's the strangest place you've done one? Uh, I've done several on top of old press boxes. Bingo. I've done that. Done that. Uh, I've done one uh, in the middle of the stands right next to a band. Done that. Uh, with a generator hanging off behind me. Done that. Um, I've done one from the end zone. Wow. Haven't done that, but that was that was the conversation piece that we were getting to because of electricity issues. Yeah, that was the reason why we had to do it from the end zone. Yeah. But they they did give us a scissor lift to go up and do it from there. <laughs> How about was, that? Wasn't that? bad. How about that? Yeah, you know, I've done one from the stands in West, mm-hmm. stands in Salado. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in West, you had electricity in the visitors' coaches' box, so I was able to get electricity and sit right in the stands. Salado, you're right. You're right by the band, and mm-hmm. and away we go. And we had a uh, a generator. Yeah, and you know, you just hope and pray that that generator runs for four hours and, <laughs> and because that's your only source for electricity to operate your equipment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you get to know everybody real up close and personal. You do. And you hope, like the Dickens, that it doesn't rain. Because uh, then, you know, you, you've got an issue. 
always, keeping equipment dry and always carry a pop-up tent just in case. <laughs> oh boy. I, now I have done in basketball. I have done one from the coach's office, which is at the North end of the gym. Mm-hmm. Sit basically that. right under the goal and broadcast the game. So done that done it on the end line, mm-hmm. done it from the right there on the stands, baseline, done it from yep. the scoreboard table. That's the that's the best vantage point, but you don't always get that. I've done one in a press box in a basketball gym before. Really? Yes. Now let me tell you this, Which and then I don't know how we got on this, but way wait, here up we in are, top of the auditorium. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I've I've seen those. Now, I would tell you this, and it's by design. I have done a baseball game from a football press box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a dual press box. One side looks out onto the football field. One side looks out onto the baseball diamond. But it's the press box for the foot is at the 50-yard line like it's supposed to be. From the baseball, it's way down the first baseline. You're, you're about at first base. Towards right field, mm-hmm. and here's the crazy part: that's in that's in Grand Junction, Colorado, Junior College World Series. There you go. How about that? You know, I've so, done one on top of a press box for a baseball game. I think. I, I mean, th- not a press box on top of the dugout for a I, baseball wow. game. You see, I think, and I'm I'm, I'm not. I got to check. I got to verify this, but and I'm not going to tell you who. I mean, where? But I think Lark had to go across the street to the football stadium because of electricity and all that and, kind of and stuff. And do the game with binoculars. Back across the street to the baseball diamond. Mm-hmm. Back across the street. I've heard that story before. To the baseball diamond. Yeah. How about that one? I've done I've done one on top of a dugout, and I did one in a... On top of not, a dugout. Not a pouring rainstorm, but a pretty good rainstorm sitting in the station van over the left field wall. Final one, and we got to move on. <laughs> oh, oh, Second year of doing this, or third year of doing this, I'm at a baseball game. We're broadcasting a high school baseball game. Big district matchup. Mm-hmm. No press box, no nada. So it was the back of the vehicle. I had a hatchback at the time. Set everything up in the back of the hatchback, got the electricity run. Sitting there, everything's going perfect. I mean, I'm backed up right to the, right to the backstop, right? Foul ball comes over, shatters the windshield. Oh, no. Oh. That's a true story. Oh, no. How about that one? <laughs> All right, uh, 710. We, and I want to get into this a little bit. A couple of things here uh, at the top of the show. By the way, coming up a little later on, Josh Neighbors will be here to talk Big 12 football with us. Kent Lasseter from uh, the University Trojans will be on the program as well. They are playoff bound. And will you stop that? Quit being a homer. It's purple fever, baby. Yeah, and you've got it. <laughs> He's holding up doing hand signs and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Oh, boy, we got we still got a lot of work to do here, Ward. A uh, lot of work to do. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> I'm glad you're into it. Uh, it, it we'll, we'll get into what the, the, the Trojans still have an opportunity in front of them to win a district championship. I mean, it's there. Uh, you win two games and you're going to be the district champs. That is correct. Now you you be a tough test against Belton, but you know what? You got to take care of Conley first, which yep. is you know that's that's a team that's zero and eight. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. Don't look ahead. No, don't look ahead. Definitely not. And then the last game will be for that championship. You beat Belton if you win over Conley and then play Belton in the final game of the season. You're playing for a title. 
How about that in his second year? Not bad. Win, lose, or draw. How about that in your second year? Especially being 0-10 in the first year. That turnaround, unbelievable. Yeah. So, How about not very far away from the longest losing streak in the state of Texas? Yeah. And now you're talking you're not about... not that far removed from that. From no, you're Broncos. not. And now you're talking about winning a title or playing for a title and all that kind of stuff. So, good. We'll talk to, to Ken about that coming up uh, later in the program. Uh, the uh, Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce had their annual tip-off luncheon, and that was yesterday at the Baylor Club. And Brett Yormark was in town, the uh, new commissioner of the Big 12. A couple of subjects that he, he got into in the Q&A was things that we've heard talked about before, expansion and the new TV deal, and that they're working diligently towards getting a new TV deal with, with ESPN and Fox, your, your, your primary TV partners now, and getting that done ahead of schedule and, quite frankly, ahead of the Pac-12 and, and anybody else. And I just got to thinking, and it's just an opinion and an observation from you guys and from myself as well. If you don't have something close, something on your plate that's, that's doable soon, do you talk about that publicly? Do you talk about expansion uh, of the Big 12 once Texas and Oklahoma is, out, uh, is gone? Do you talk about your new TV deal if it's not – I mean, are, are you just talking in, in general terms? Or you're, are, why are you talking about it publicly? Is, is there a deal – Close, in your opinion? Well, there's either something brewing or he's trying to get something stirred up, one of the two. It's a good point. Good point. Get it out. Get it out there. Get everybody talking about it. I don't know. I, I just found I was, I was looking at some stuff this morning, and I just got to thinking about that. Because this is a smart man. Make no mistake about it. This is a marketing dude as well. He knows how to go about this stuff so this is not oh i let it slip i promise you no. that kind of stuff is not doesn't happen with him so i'm just curious is there something going on particularly on the on the expansion side of things is there something there that may be close i'm just curious what do you think something's got to be in the works because i think to your point i don't me personally, I wouldn't be public, give out public statements about something unless it wasn't already. Well, no, here's, remember what he said. He said, we want to. Yes. He uh, didn't say I, we, we did or, we, or oh, we're yeah. going to or we have to to survive or anything like that. He said, we want to. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's made phone calls. There's no doubt. So there's, again, I, I think there's either something in the works or he's trying to stir something up to put it into the works. What day in fast one? traffic. Day one, you guys remember day one up in up in Arlington at AT&T Stadium, Big 12 Media Days back in July. John and I were there. And, you know, what did he say then? We're open for business. Mm -hmm. Now, just think, take look at that term. We're open for business. That can mean a million things. And but it got, right. got people talking, didn't and, it? And that's what he wants to do. It got people talking. So, He's good stuff. Stir the pot. Absolutely. All right. And I'm just, just glancing through schedules this morning. Uh, I was, you know, looking at my at my smartphone while I was jogging. And um, <laughs> Ward laughs about the jogging part. Uh, Mosley and I were playing tennis this morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
uh, like to watch that. We met in Hillsboro for a tennis match. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's going on with A&M? Why, why is Jimbo's team three and four, one and three, last place tie with Auburn in the West? Why? There's something dysfunctional going on with the Aggies right now, and I don't know what it is. Three three freshmen suspended mm-hmm. for something that must have happened when they there, were on the road. Well, there was a a locker room brawl. Hmm. From what I understand. Hmm. Not uh, good. No, not, not good for the Aggies at all. But on the field, they're not very good. They're not playing well. And why not? I mean, and I don't think you can go, well, it's the offense, well, it's the defense, well, it's the special teams. I just think collectively right now, and again, to be honest, don't get to see A&M as much. You know, we're busy with with Baylor and, and with Mary Harden Baylor. I mean, you know, the teams that we're covering. But do try to watch them, interested in them. But it, it, I don't, you know, if you've got an opinion, we'd love to hear it on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254 254- 662-1660, particularly for you Ags that are listening this morning. What's wrong with this team? I, I don't know. I, I really don't. It is disjointed, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's so, I mean, it's you know, Jimbo keeps saying we're really close. Yeah, that's what. And I don't see it. I just don't. Maybe they are. I mean. At first, I thought they're a quarterback away from being a really good football team. Now I, I'm thinking they're a lot more than a quarterback. Now look, they lost three offensive linemen. I get that. Anytime you do that, your offense is gonna is gonna suffer immensely, and they have, uh, and they will continue to, to do that. But Should, shouldn't they be better than Appalachian State? I keep going back to that game where they got pushed around, pushed around. Mm-hmm. I I think they should be, but I mean I. I think they should be just watching and not breaking down or or spending a lot of time, but just watching from afar. They should be further along in the process than they are right now, I would think. And I don't know if it's lack of communication between coaching staff and players, if it's lack of scheme. If it, I, I don't know, but something, something is not right. Well, and they got a challenge in Saturday night at home. They're at home night game uh, against Ole Miss. They don't have a chance. Ole Miss is going to go fast, fast, fast. I, I just don't, I don't think they have a chance. At all? No. They start 0-0. Zero, zero. I, I get that. There's plenty of games out there that you can. They're at home. Say that they don't have a chance. So they're. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I, I know that that's an event. Boy, is being, it ever? It being an Aggie game, and you're there as much for halftime as you are the Aggies. But I'm real interested to see what that crowd is like. Is it going to be the ruckus Aggie crowd that? we're accustomed to or is it hey we're here for the event more than the game from the 903 a&m has dallas cowboy itis just because you have talent 
you still lose to discipline and teamwork. Interesting. Good Could point. Be. Uh, well, and, and again, they've got to, I just can't imagine looking up and seeing A&M at three and five, but more importantly, one and four in conference play. Uh, they, and if you lose to Ole Miss, that's what you're, I mean, that's, that's. Get ready. That's your, uh, that's your fate on Sunday morning. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. All right. We're, we're way behind here, but that's all right. You know, we got two hours. We can make it up. 720, this is game time. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Colgen Ford. This Friday night, the Lions host the Cleveland Yellow Jackets at Waco ISD Stadium. Our coverage of Lions football begins at 6.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show, presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Cleveland Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us My house has a new glow I love my windows Universal Windows Direct With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now Call Universal Windows Direct today When you call Universal Windows Direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for 8 consecutive years and they offer 0% financing for 60 months That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween costume contest with up to a $1,000 gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Game time is brought to you by Big Boy. Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. All right, 725, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Did uh, <laughs> I don't even remember who they were playing, I, I, but I, I watched the other day. It was Saturday or Sunday? I can't remember. Oh, it was Sunday. Sunday. I watched... Uh, I watched the NHL. I watched Detroit. It was it was kind of fun. I watched I didn't watch the whole thing, I'll be honest. But I did watch the first period. When they got to the Do you watch hockey any? No. No? And I don't know why I did. I just, you know, I was flipping through trying to see what NFL games were on and and here we go. The you know, the guy says, Hey, you don't you don't need the NFL. You got the NHL and look, I locked in and there were several power plays, so we had several goals, you know, and it was like two to one early. Don't even know what that is. You know what a power play is. Absolutely do not. Where one team has more players on the ice than the other. There you go. Because Thank you. you committed a penalty. I've been to hockey games. You know, and, not, lot, and not pay attention? No, I've been. I just I don't know what the heck's going on. They're a I, lot more fun in person. We, we, at a previous place, we carried hockey. And I had to go to all the games. and Really? Yeah, and I still didn't know what the heck was going on. Huh. Hey, I've been to, you know, we had a minor league hockey, and I mean really minor league hockey team here, the Waco Wizards, once upon a time. And I went to some of those. Uh, I've never been to a Stars game. Have you been? Mm-hmm. You, and you have too? I have not. My one game oh. My one game was a Vegas Golden Knights game in Vegas. and That, that was really fun. But no, I've never. Stars been. Why are, would you go to a hockey game if you're in Vegas? Well, that's a that's, that's, that was question number two. Question number one is why do you go to Vegas to go to a hockey game? That's when not why a, I went. The, the hockey team is right up the road. Uh, well, an also, hour. We also went to a Raiders game that weekend too. So. Oh, so you made it a sports weekend? Pretty much. All right. It was fun. Are the is the hockey team in where the casinos closed? <laughs> <laughs> Were you 21? Hang on. Were you 21 at the time? We went for my 21st birthday. And you're going to sporting events? Yes. 
Well, we went to we were there for four days. We went to plenty Something of casinos. Huh? Something wrong with him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go to that Las Vegas minor league baseball team when I when I go to Vegas. Area fifty one. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So, <laughs> oh, Ryan, young Ryan. <laughs> Baylor and Texas I'm just I'm just going to segue. Baylor and Texas Tech coming up on uh, Saturday night. All right, tell me about Jones Stadium at night. I I I have not been there for a night game. 6:30 kick. It will be So it's not going to be dark when they start. Mm, it'll be getting No, it won't no, be. No, no. No, cuz we be. haven't we haven't hit It'll be getting close. Yeah. It'll be a nice sunset. But everybody will be uh by 6.30, we'll, should have their game face on. Oh, <laughs> you think? <laughs> I mean, <Yes>. everybody. <laughs> yes. It will be extremely um, joyous crowd. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it is a – speaking of the events, they will get, they will get started about 7 a.m. with the tailgating. How if, about if that? not the night before. I'm, I'm going to read this, but this is not happening. Texas A&M needs a coach like Matt Rule. Oh, like Matt Rule. I beg your pardon. Gotcha. That's on our on our text line yeah, this I morning. I don't know that they move on from Jimbo Fisher they even can't. after this year. Well, I, I don't. You always you, can. You always can. But there, that would be a whopper, wouldn't it? I don't know what the buyout is. It's got to be extremely large. I think it's 85. Yeah, 80-something, yeah. Yeah. Good luck with all that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if anybody has it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as we mentioned, Baylor and Tech, four, both teams four three, both teams two and two. It's a big game. I mean, bottom line, it's a, it's big a huge game. game. I mean, if you is Tech playing with house money in that this is the first year of this program under Joy McGuire? No, I don't think so. But I, even even with Joy there in his first year, the expectation to win is still there. Yes. All right. Baylor? Just because of what he brings to the table and the excitement that he's already ignited. Yeah, Boy, I, he ignited it from the day he got there, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he absolutely did. So, I, you know, I, I think, you know, and being so long from removed from consistent success for the Red Raiders, they're starving for it. So, you know, now – you might be getting a little greedy, but but still, I think they're getting to the point where just because it's Coach McGuire's personality, fan bases feed off that, and he expects to win, so they expect to win. Right. And and, and I and, and it's been a while since Baylor's won in Lubbock. But let's all pump the brake. They had that long run where the game was played either at the Cotton Bowl or at AT&T Stadium. Do you make anything out of having not won there in a while? Especially with these guys that are playing and coaching had nothing to do with that. No. I don't either. I don't either. Some of these guys never been in Jones Stadium. <laughs> a lot of the players, I can assure you. So uh, it'll be interesting. Dave Aranda on Texas Tech. Yeah, I think they're they're – their level of effort is really good, and I think it's it just speaks to um, you know their coaches and everything. And when you watch them play, they you know their um, their effort's strong, and um, 
you know, I think offensively they play really fast, their tempo, and um, they've uh, they've they've had a f- few different quarterbacks in there, but they've all found ways to get the offense to to work off the particular trait of the guy that's that's there. And then I think um, defensive wise, a lot of pressure, a lot of stunts, a lot of blitzes, uh, not a lot of you know defenses that look the same. There's a bunch kind of being being thrown at you, and so you've got to prepare for kind of a, some chaos with some speed to back it up. And so it makes it it makes it um, um, where you've got your work cut out for you. That's Dave Aranda talking about the chaos and the speed of Texas Tech, and here's Joy McGuire talking about how many plays they want to get in with with that high octane tempo. For the year, we've uh, run 151 tempo plays. In the first five games, we ran 69. In the last two, we've run 82. Um, and we're going to try to go even faster Saturday, Saturday night. Um, right now, we are, I think, uh, leading the nation in plays per game. We're at 96 plays per game. And again, we're going to try to hit over 100. It's, uh, I think that's one thing in the last two games that's helped our offense and definitely helped our offensive line is, um, you know, the amount of time that we can keep people on the field. Um, tempo-wise, and I do feel like our, our guys are in really good shape to handle that. Is this a strategy game? Baylor has the wide zone offense. They like to run the football, uh, play at a, a at a much slower pace, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, four or five yards in a cloud of dust, where with the air raid offense that Tech employs, you know, like he said, they want to snap it 100 times. Is is this a strategy game as much as it is anything else? Yeah, I mean it has to be. You you you've got to figure out a way to get the other team's offense off the field, and for Texas Tech, you've got to find a way to keep them from substituting, run as fast as you possibly can, snap the ball as quick as you can to get as many plays as you possibly can get in. Um, and if you can do that, you feel like that you have a chance to, to have leverage. Um, I don't, I don't know if they can or not. I mean, you know, Baylor's Baylor's got a very good defensive front and can text offensive line hold up against that defensive front. First down's really big, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if if yeah, you get huge. going, if tech gets going on first down, Boy, then they can three, they plus can, three plus yards on first down, and that's exactly where they want to live. And they can go from first gear to fifth gear. Mm-hmm. And Baylor, first down is important because if you're facing second and four, second and five, well, you can just take your time, do whatever you want to. And you know how many times, you know, well, the Baylor's going to go for it on fourth down. You well, know they are. If, if Baylor can get four yards, even three, for this offense on first down, the playbook's wide open. And if they can't, then you're limited to what you can do offensively or what you want to do offensively. There there better. you go, yeah. But if 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 look, if they can if they can stay in second and mid, second and short, and we we know what, what this staff has done in the past. They have been a proponent of fourth down. And particularly I think in this game when Tech is wanting to go 9,000 miles an hour. Boy, they can't go 9,000 miles an hour standing on the sideline. So your offense on the field taking, what, 25, 30 seconds of play, that's 
that's what Baylor – I mean, so I find it fascinating that Baylor's probably going to go slow and Tech is going to go fast when they have it. And, you know, you know, let's see how this thing unfolds. It, it'll be fun. All right, uh, it, w- more on the Baylor and Tech game as we roll along. It's 735. This is game day here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get to the Cowboy update. News coming out of Dallas on a new player, and Christy Scales has got that, and it's brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out today at richardcar.com. Hey, everyone. Today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. A week before the trade deadline, Dallas makes a move to shore up the run defense. Details after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Dallas made a trade to shore up the run defense by sending next year's sixth-round draft pick to the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for Jonathan Hankins and a seventh-round pick in 2024. Hankins is a 10-year veteran who at 340 pounds is a run stuffer. He'll play in the interior of the line alongside Quentin Bohanna, who talks about what's most important when playing defensive tackle. Uh, physicality, mainly, you know, on and out rows and being physical and being me in there and inside. So all the big guys in there, letting them back and run free and popping around. You know, I say a little off a little bit to, you know, want to bang a little bit air play and So I love it. The Cowboys have announced the Jonas Brothers will perform the Thanksgiving Day halftime show as part of the Salvation Army Red Kettle kickoff. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low. They are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. 
the children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down, so she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day, and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part? It's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The San Marcos High School football team has been declared ineligible for the 2023 postseason. UIL also suspended head coach John Walsh for five games, and Rattler's assistant coach Lee Vallejo has been suspended for two years and placed on three years probation. The action stems from an investigation that found 11 freshman players transferred for athletic purposes. In the NBA last night, the Mavericks lost to New Orleans 113-111. Tonight, San Antonio is at Minnesota, and the Rockets are in Utah. Jim Nance has announced his last Final Four broadcast will come in 2023 after 33 years of calling the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship Finals. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're in the Allen Samuel Studios on a Wednesday morning. We were talking about Baylor and Tech just a couple of minutes ago. Elsewhere in the conference, you got Oklahoma at Iowa State. You got TCU at West Virginia. And uh, you got uh, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Is, Is OSU and Kansas State, is that the game of the week, so to speak, in the Big 12 with probably the two most evenly matched teams. Would that be fair to say? I I think it's Baylor, Texas Tech. Do you? I do. I'm I'm sorry. I meant besides Baylor and Texas Tech. Yeah, there's no doubt. 4-3-2-2, 4-3-2-2. Yeah. I'm talking about just from eyeballs, watching, interest level. I don't think it's TCU at, at West Virginia after West Virginia just got run out of the gym by Tech. Uh, Oklahoma, people are always interested in Oklahoma because they're Oklahoma, but they're playing Iowa State on the road. Yeah, but that's a get-well game for Oklahoma. Is it? Yeah. And they just started getting well last week, right? No, two weeks ago. They were off last week. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm – when I look I at the schedule – I don't know what's going on at Iowa State. You ask what's going on at, at A&M, but – Iowa State's just good enough to lose. Yeah, Again, it's, it's their there. largest margin of defeat is seven points. Mm-hmm. There's are, a lot of twos and ones and threes in there. Yeah. They are snake bit right now. Yes. Again, and I know it's 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 easy to say, but it's really true. That team could be four and zero just as easy as zero and four. I mean, they really could, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Somebody once said, "You are what your record says you are," <laughs> and that's who they are. But I will tell you this, I don't know that I want to go play them, particularly in Ames, and that's where OU is headed. It is an 11 a.m. game. What's that? The Oklahoma-Iowa yeah. State. Yeah, that's that morning. That, that's that's that morning an easier slot. It's an easier task in, in, in Ames than a night, night game. Yeah. 
I'm just sitting there. What if, what if Iowa State wins that game? Oh, my goodness. Show us a lot where Oklahoma is right now. Boy, does it ever. Baylor goes there next week, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's where the Bears will be. Back-to-back road games. Not exactly when you looked at the schedule, not exactly where you went, hmm, this is a fun little stretch in October. You know, where you go to Lubbock and then to Norman. But we'll see. That's what the, that's what the schedule makers have made. I, I'm, I am, I'll be honest, I am fascinated with how Oklahoma State's offense fares against Kansas State's defense. K-State plays good defense. Depends on how healthy they are at quarterback, too. Spencer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's healthy, I, they take care of Kansas State, no problem. You think? Yeah. No, I think that, boy, I think this is a good football game. Mm, I don't. Cowboys at three and one. Kansas State at three and one in the league. What, uh, is, what does Kansas State have at quarterback? They got the kid from Nebraska. He's hurt. Did I miss something? He didn't play the TCU game. Oh, that's right. They were down to their third quarterback. Yes. But the second quarterback came back. We'll have he, to check he that. He came back, but he didn't play very well because he was banged up. His back's all out of whack. That's right. Uh, they were the, down the, to their third quarterback. The, in fact, they were beating TCU, were they not, when they had when they had their guys going? And then when it, mm, not they, really. they were up 14? Uh, I mean, they – yeah, but he, their starting quarterback played one series. He took three snaps. I'm talking about when the second quarterback went down. That's when the thing went off the off the. Well, it was going off the rails before then. He when he went down, they were already sliding a little bit. Well, that you know, that's a great point. So uh, Kansas State quarterback situation. What uh, what is the health of of the QBs? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, heck, we've I already seen one team in this league go. I, I haven't seen anything. On Adrian it. Martinez's day to day. Aren't they all? Aren't we all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? All right. Uh, 745. We'll, we'll have to, you know, I'm going I'm to research that a little bit more. Okay. And we'll uh, we'll figure that out. But the, I forgot all about that. Yeah, they were down to their third quarterback, went back to their second quarterback. But, man, well, that thing kind of got kind of got sideways then. So, and, and am I not right? In the last three TCU victories, they have faced backup quarterbacks because of injury? I, I think so. I, I don't know that for – I don't know. I, I don't think know. so. I mean, Martinez was there to start the game. They knocked him out of the game. Right. I'm talking about at the end of the game, they're playing against backups in the last three games. Possibly. So, all right, 746. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders this Saturday in Big 12 play. 4.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 6.30 kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play all season long. Bears, Red Raiders, Saturday from Jones AT&T Stadium in Lubbock. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas.
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. Attention sports fans, copies of the basketball schedules are now available. Please patronize the following businesses to get your copy. Superman Electric, Viper Investigation, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, CBO Plus USA, Waco Streak Airport Shuttle, Texas Legacy Custom Homes, Chapman's Bail Bonds, Barrett's Italian Restaurant, Happy Hounds Aquatic and Daycare Center, and Hot Works Waco. This announcement is paid for and brought to you by Prestige Marketing, LLC. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 750, 10 away from 8. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, doing a little research and uh, texting a couple of buddies in Manhattan. Uh, most think that it's going to be Howard. 
Yes. The, the backup, the number two quarterback. Uh, so it doesn't look like Martin. Yeah. And, and what what we say about Martinez? He's day to day. Yeah. Co- Coach Kleiman said that Adrian Martinez is day to day, and if he can't go, then Will Howard will be good to go on Saturday. All right. So uh, that, uh, in all likelihood, will be there. Will be the the situation. So we'll see. Uh, how you know how he performs? Ward, you got to see some of the game. What did you think of? Uh, you watched the whole game, didn't you? Yeah. What did you think of Will Howard and his performance and, when and he when he came in for Martinez? He was okay. I mean, he didn't he didn't light the world up, but he was on. Right. He he looked like he had command of the offense, but when he got the back spasms, he he you could tell he was hampered a little bit and couldn't throw the ball the way he wanted to. And part of that was because that TCU defense was in his face. So um, they they had a hard time Man, with that you, offense. You start the day with the game plan surrounded, uh, tailored for your starter, Martinez, and the next thing you know, you well, got three plays in. You're that's that's done. out the window. Yeah, and then then the next guy goes down, and now you got a guy that probably had tape on his helmet to tell him <laughs> what his name was going in to play quarterback for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it, it was not a good situation for him. Holy smokes. All right, uh, so that that's that deal. 7.52, eight away from eight. Uh, let's see. High school football is coming up. To, it starts tomorrow night for s- several teams, including University at Pflugerville Conley. We'll talk more about that coming up with uh, Kent Lassiter. What's the, you know, we, we, we were incredibly spoiled last week with tremendous football games all up and down the, uh, the Central Texas area. We had... And we had just, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 games that were really, really great matchups. Do we have a great matchup this week? We have some good ones. Do we? And they may turn out to be great, but just looking at these matchups this week, do we have a great game in your opinion, Ward? Do we have a great game in your opinion, Ryan? Riesel Crawford could be, could be something. Um... I you know I don't I don't know that there's just a there's certainly not anything like as you pointed out like like last week I mean there's, mm. there's just not um but that that's one that that could end up being a pretty good football game um I think Crawford has the upper hand personally but oh I do too uh you know Riesel's been playing well so you know you never know you get hot. Uh, that could, that could be something. Grandview and Whitney. That's that's what I mentioned this morning in that, our meeting. That could be something. So, uh, yeah. How does Grandview bounce back? Good I, question. You know, I, On the I, road, I think they'll be fine. So do I. I think they'll be just fine. So I'm I'm curious about Charlie Roten and Rogers taking on mm-hmm. Lexington. Uh, that really could be for the district championship. Yeah, it could. Now, Lexington's cooking. Make no mistake about it. Uh, And Rodgers is coming off a come-from-behind, I do mean come-from-behind, late fourth-quarter win over Buffalo. So we'll see. For me, it's Cameron Yo at Franklin. They're both undefeated in district. Mm -hmm. It's for the district championship. That that one's the game of the week for me. Mark it down, Franklin. Oh, I'm not going to bet against them either. Uh, They won a state championship last year, and they're rolling this year. But I think Coach Rhodes has got the Yeoman playing very, very well. I, very I, well. They're playing well, but Franklin's a machine. That's what I'm saying. I don't, you know, you see some games that have some serious interest, and 
quality matchups, but I don't see I don't see China Spring in Stephenville. Yeah, I don't see oh, Franklin gonna, in an arena. You know, and, you're only going to get that once a year. Yeah, you know, and, and my point being, last week we had several that just jumped off the page at you mm-hmm. that had the potential to be the game of the week, and you know, there, there's some good games this week. But nothing that uh, that just goes, boy, howdy, this is. And now, I'm not saying they're not going to turn out to be that way. They very well could. But right now, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I and, and again, we'll all be interested in tomorrow night. Uh, university's got to, to beat Pflugerville Conley. And again, Conley's 0-8. So you would think that they could take care of business. But they, again, you're on the road. They all start 0-0. You have one less. I, I always thought, and I still do, that the team that travels for a Thursday night game is always at a bigger disadvantage because it's one less day and you're on the road. Uh, I just think it's a bigger disadvantage. And you know you got school staring you in the face tomorrow. At Thursday nights, they're no fun for the road teams, I don't think, in high school football, especially when you're traveling, you know, what is that, 90 miles, something like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. 80, so, 90. So we'll see. Uh, but a win there puts you in a position – to go into week 11 playing for a title. Who would have ever thunk it when when this thing began this year? And that's and I know he's not going to want to talk about Belton. He's going to want to talk about Pflugerville Conley, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's what coaches I, do. I wouldn't mention that if I were you. You can go <laughs> ahead if you want to. <laughs> he's going to come through the phone line at us. I'm going to say, Ward asked me to ask no, you. you're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. you're not. 756. It's four away. I am going to ask him about the attention that that they, they've they garnered, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, it, and rightfully so. 756. Uh, we'll, we'll get to some college football with, uh, Josh neighbors coming up at the top of the hour, but right now, John Morris is here with today's Baylor sports beat program. This is the Baylor sports beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now here's the voice of the bears. John Morris. Everybody, Stumper, check Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball in action tonight on the road. Soccer on the road tomorrow, while equestrians still bask in the glow of a win over number one. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco. We have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will have you driving home in style, like a new 2022 Dodge Challenger Charger. Don't settle for anything less than high-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco is the place to shop for Dodge Challenger and Charger. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. 
Kids can now join the Baylor Cub Club, the official kids club of Baylor Athletics, presented by Green Eye Associates. Fans 12 and under can register for the low cost of $25 and gain exclusive benefits and access to Baylor Athletic events. Members receive free admission to select events, exclusive giveaway access, and their own membership package. To register your Cub, please visit BaylorBears.com slash Cub Club. Registration closes December 7th, so sign up today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor volleyball up to number 13 in the nation this week. In action tonight on the road in Norman against Oklahoma. The match begins at 6 p.m. televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Baylor soccer in action tomorrow on the road at Oklahoma State. That will be a 7 o'clock start from Stillwater tomorrow, also on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. How about Baylor Equestrian off this week to enjoy a little bit longer their 12-7 win over previously top-ranked TCU last Friday at the Willis Family Equestrian Center. We visited about the big win with head coach Casey Maxwell. Absolutely. I mean, Flat definitely dominated with their 5-0 performance, but every every event um, held their weight and came out really strong. Swept the MOPs that day. Um, the most outstanding From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, team, so this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DB Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Absolutely. I mean, I know they have a lot of confidence going against TCU because we have a great historical record with them. And while this year is a standalone in its own set of circumstances, I, I know my team is confident going against them versus some of the teams earlier in the season, we've never put, we haven't played Georgia and South Carolina at their place. So that was a little bit of an unknown and Oklahoma state's always a tough opponent. And so I really knew that being back home in our home arena and going against a team that they knew that they had the capability of beating in a big way um, was really speaking to their confidence. We could tell that in practice last week. Casey Maxwell and Baylor Equestrian now up to number eight in the nation after the 12-7 win over previously number one ranked TCU last Friday. Baylor off this week. They'll next compete against SMU next Friday, November 4th. SMU moves up to number one in the nation following Baylor's win over previous number one TCU. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. From the podcast, Locked On Big 12, we say good morning to uh, Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. We appreciate your time. Uh, when, when you look at the league this week, in your opinion, what's the game of the week? You have to go to the the old Kansas State and Oklahoma State game. Uh, I think that's the one nice thing about this league is every single week it's just kind of naturally giving us a game of the week. And it's funny, I'm not sure if the Big 12 title race will be settled kind of after this week, but because back-to-back-to-back weeks we've had Oklahoma State, TCU, we had TCU, Kansas State, we had Oklahoma State and Texas, then we're going to have, uh, you know, Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Like, all those top teams together are playing each other in succession. So, kind of that title picture, you know, it's, it's going to be – and then Texas will play Kansas State next week. So, all the teams at the top in, in succession are playing against each other. So, that title picture is going to become much more clear in a league where sometimes it's not decided by the final weeks. And it still might not be. But we've got a pretty good idea right now. Okay, 
TCU's your front runner. Oklahoma State and Kansas State are both the schools with one loss that are behind, and then in, in the league, at least one loss. And then uh, Texas is right there as a two-loss team in the league, and they feel like they're the team with two losses that has the best shot right now to go on you know, and potentially make a run, although there are other two-loss teams like Texas Tech, like Baylor, but it, it feels like that's kind of the pecking order right now. Who's the biggest disappointment in the Big 12? I would go with Oklahoma. Uh, I think I think it's a conversation between Oklahoma and I. if you want to go national, Baylor. But I've told you guys I was a bit more down on Baylor than most people were, and I think it's, it's okay that they're down. But, yeah, it's got to be OU. I think you just you see when you bring in a guy like Jeff Levy and, you know, Brett Venables comes, there's so much excitement. You think the defense will get better. And then especially after that Nebraska game, like Nebraska had all this energy getting a new head coach, and they had a pretty good offense. And Oklahoma shut them down, and their offense was really explosive and looked great. And you're thinking, all right, this thing is off to a really nice, exciting start for BV and company. And then it just goes downhill, and it gets worse. You know, it's a close game against, uh, you know, a close game against Kansas State. They lose at home. All right, we've seen it before. They get throttled by TCU. Okay, wow. And they get, you know, absolutely hammered, shut out. 48 nothing in Red River, and they made the recovery against Kansas, but still you can't watch that team and think, oh, my God. Like, they, you know, that Alex Grinch defense had a lot of problems. This one's even gotten more than that one did, and they're, they're replacing a lot. So I would say Oklahoma is probably the biggest disappointment. Baylor's there at number two, but you have to think the Sooners, from what we thought they would be, that that's number one. When, when, you, when you look at Oklahoma and they're matched up with Iowa State – how do you see this game? I mean, Iowa State, and we've talked about it before, their biggest loss in conference is seven points. I mean, this is a team, honestly, that could be 4-0. This is a team that could be 2-2. I mean, they're not necessarily an 0-4 team other than their record says they're 0-4. Yeah, I mean, the four losses by 14 points. And here, and a lot of the siders in close games like that, it's typically going to be the three things, special teams, penalties, and turnovers. At least in my opinion, that's where those games are settled. And their special teams have been really, really rough, uh, especially the place kicking. You know, I think in what in, uh, in, in the games they've played in all but two of them, they've had missed field goals in them. And so, you know, it came back to, to haunt them against, uh, against the Jayhawks, against Texas. I mean, they've had a lot of problems with the place kicking. And a lot of these one-score games – that's a huge issue. And when you've got a young quarterback in Hunter Deckers who's not used to taking care of the football, you know, it, it's it, it just – there's so much that's new for them. And think about how much that old unit last year, how much the experience that they had. And I know they still have some guys left, right? You, you think about, uh, you know, Xavier Hutchinson and Will McDonald kind of being the big two, Ryan Vance. Like, but still, there's so much that's new there. And with that, it's going to be difficult, especially in a league where there's no free lunch. I mean, where's the where the wind's supposed to come from? You know, especially here where Kansas is is good too, and you play three of the four teams that you've played so far were ranked when you played them, um, and the one that wasn't you played on the road and was ranked at one point. Like that's that's the challenge in this league now. So, you know, uh, they're not favored against Oklahoma at home. The one game I think that where they will be for sure is West Virginia, maybe against Texas Tech down the line, but. Yeah, I mean, Big 12 wins, you know, somebody's got to lose these games. Like, that's the one thing about this league is somebody actually has to eat the losses. Not everybody's going to go 6-6, six and six, it feels like, uh, at, at this point. So, 
that's really why for Iowa State it, it feels like it's been tough. But they've been so they've been so close. It's just not an experienced enough group. They're not. Uh, their defense is awesome. You watch their defense; it's, a, it's an awesome unit, one of the best in the entire country, best in the league. But their offense is just it's Xavier Hutchinson. It, it feels like it's pretty much what it is. They can't get Brock and Silas going, and Decker's is. I thought it was good against Texas, but still a bit inconsistent. And, and Xavier Hutchinson is the big, you know, the big gun dropped that pass against Texas. So you think about Iowa State, it feels like it's just close, but no cigar right now. How big a game is this for TCU at West Virginia? Only the second road game in conference for the Frogs so far. Uh, the one thing that really messed TCU up was the fact that their bye came so early. I mean, when you when you've got a schedule like this. Uh, you know, for them, and and your buy is September seventeenth. After you've played Tarleton in Colorado, you know that's that's not that's not great because they played at SMU, Oklahoma, at Kansas, Oklahoma State, now Kansas State. And the thing for them is, you can take a breath, but if you feel like you take a breath sometimes, you'll get caught. And West Virginia has been one of those one up, one down type teams. So this kind of feels like the opportunity for it to be back up and Neil Brown might be coaching for his job this week. I mean, if he wins this game, I'm not sure it totally changes the, the, the uh, trajectory of the program, but I'm not sure you can fire him after he beats a top 10 team. And, you know, so I think it's a difficult challenge in TCU after playing four consecutive ranked teams following a rivalry game, you know, involving your coach. I mean, that's a lot of emotion. You know, that, that's a lot it had to deal with, but they're kind of used to it now. So it's a huge game. It's a sleepy noon start, but they've got to be ready to go. And look, they've gotten punched in the mouth early and recovered fine. So uh, they've gotten multiple ways to win, I feel like, TCU. And I think Sonny Dykes, he said he'd prefer, though, if they just didn't fall behind the eight ball like they have been doing the last couple weeks. Josh, I don't get West Virginia. Uh, we all talked about that Baylor game and said, hey, look, their, their backs are in the corner. They're painted into the corner. You know, the Neil Brown's fighting for his coaching life. They get the win, and then they go to over Baylor, and you go, well, well, maybe, just maybe. And then they go to Lubbock and absolutely get run out of the gym. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I picked them last week to cover, and I was thinking, well, I like the quarterback, their quarterback, better than, you know, the three that I'm getting with Tech because I think they all might be injured. And then Baron Morton comes out there and buries them, and they turn the ball over. I mean, guys, this is a Tech, Tech defense that not forced a lot of turnovers, and they're just giving them the football. I mean, they're giving them the football, you know, drive after drive. And that game, it, it was, it was non It wasn't a competitive in the second half at all. And you're trying to, that's, that's the problem right now for West Virginia. And the reason why I think it's time for Neil Brown, because you, you the thing we talked about with Gary Patterson last year was what was the identity of TC? What did TC really do well last year? At times, they ran the ball well, but Zach Evans was here and there. They didn't play really good defense. Their passing offense was inconsistent, and it felt like their identity was faded. When, you, when somebody asks you, what does West Virginia do well, what do you tell them? Because some days they can run the football really well. Some days they can throw it around. Some days they can force some turnovers. And, a lot, and other days they are not doing any of those things that we talked about. So – that's the problem for them. They've had good defenses before, but there's really nothing about West Virginia that you can hang your hat on and say they've done this well all season long, at least in my opinion. And when you don't have an identity like that, and it feels like the last couple of years, they really haven't had much of an identity. 
you know, you have to ask those big picture questions about, hey, is it time for a change up top? Baylor can get the win at night in Lubbock if they. Oh, my God. I mean, that's. Oh, do we know which Baylor team is going to show up if they get off the bus? Right, Ward? Is that the question? (laughs) Which group group is it going to be? I'll tell you this about Tech. They they are really consistent about like what you know you're going to get. Now they forced turnovers last week like they hadn't in the past, but I think Joey McGuire's done such a good job in his first year of uh, making this. T- they've had a really awful schedule, a really bare of a schedule, guys. It's been so difficult. But if you beat Texas Tech, in my opinion, that's how you know that you're a good football team. We don't know if Baylor's a good football team this year. We see it within certain games. We see it, you know, they started off great against West Virginia. felt like they might blow them out, and then that game got out of hand, right, back and forth crazy. Looked like they could have blown out uh, Kansas, and all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, it's a one-score game. I think for them, if they can establish the run like Dave Rita wants to do and not get too pass-happy and just rely on that, and they can, you know, establish Richard Reese as becoming a star here, and take those deep shots with Blake Shapen and get the playmakers in space, I think they can score with Texas Tech and, and go shot for shot here because that Tech team and Zach Hitley and you, know, you guys see it, Bailey Zapp now in the NFL, that guy's got the, the special sauce when it comes to coaching offense. Uh, they just know how to use the quarterbacks. They know how – I mean, last week it was the three guys who had been there for a while, right? It was Todd Brooks. It was Sir Roger Thompson. It was Xavier White last week all making major con- contributions to their win. He's just really – he's awesome about getting the ball to the best players. And so that's one thing Baylor's got to be aware of on defense, try to slow that down and make sure red zone trips are stopped at three and not go for six. So I would say establish that run, get Reese going, you know, make sure you're not taking too many chances in shape and needs to take care of the football. It's a huge issue for him. I'm sure you guys talked about it a ton, but – that running game should open things up and, and allow them to you know be more consistent on offense as opposed to high fly one second, turn it over the next. Josh, we were talking about it earlier this morning. Uh, to me, this is a fascinating matchup st- strategically. Look, the Red Raiders want to snap it 100 times on Saturday, and, and Baylor wants to get in that wide zone, and they want to pound the football. They want to run the football to set up the path. So it's, it's two contrasting styles. Which 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 style wins out? I mean, I, I think this is a fascinating matchup between the the defenses. Can this defense help this offense, and and vice versa? Yeah, and games like this, and, and look, the thing about Baylor is like we've seen it last couple of weeks. They can really score. I mean, then I think this group is going to be a really strong group next year because they've got all of these guys. They ran mentioned it for the year. The amount of speed they have is really impressive. It's it's not a full force attack yet. Like it's not this just oh my defense is like oh my god we can't cover these guys for a full four quarters and get stops. No, they they know they can force some turnovers. They can you know and that'll be the key in this game. Baylor I think has been a little bit better at it than Texas Tech has. Tech last week obviously is a big week, but I think those turnovers will be a key because we've seen it some of the Tech offense. When you ask quarterbacks, especially inexperienced guys like Smith and Baron Morton to throw the ball as much as you ask them to throw the ball, there are opportunities to, to convert turn on turnovers. 
And I think that's the key is who, who, who does it. You know, the thing about this on defense, it's a really old school, big 12 stuff. This is on defense. You've got to move on play because the other team's offense is going to hit explosive plays. They're going to hit chunk plays. They're in you know, Texas Tech's case, they're going to run a hundred plays. I mean, they've they run the most plays in the entire country right now. And so for defense, it's about putting the bad plays behind you and forcing turnovers. The next, I mean, that is why West Virginia ultimately won that game against Baylor is the number of turnovers that they forced. It's the reason why Tech hammered West Virginia last week. And so you need to be on the right side of those. And when you get those, you have to convert them into seven. Uh, I think that'll be the key in this. So it's yeah, the offenses. It feels like they'll, they're going to do their thing. It's whichever defense stands up in the big moments. You know, uh, can you make it? Make sure you're getting a 14 points, 17 points in your direction to keep the other team away from you a little bit. That'll be the key. But this, this game feels like it's going to come down to the final possessions. Uh, final thought for you this morning. Uh, Brett Yormark was in town uh, speaking to a, a chamber event going on here uh, in Waco. And, you know, there's a, obviously the conversations that have been going on. Television deal, the uh, the future television program uh, deal with the ESPN and Fox, and also possible expansion. Uh, does the TV deal need to get done before they move forward with with expansion? In other words, do the teams that they're talking to do they want to know that that the that the the TV deal is a long term deal and it's done and in the in in solidified before they move in that in that direction, or are they two totally different issues? Well, they do, they do go hand in hand for sure. I mean, if, if you're talking about the Pac-12 being in the open market right now, <laughs> and you're talking about the Big 12 obviously going back to ESPN and Fox, it is considerable. I would also like to note, though, that because the Big 12 does like the direction that a lot of the numbers for them right now with the TV money, they're not all the way there, it sounds like, but it sounds like they're relatively close. That's why – Guys like Dennis Dodd and Andrew Marshan are saying that deals could get done relatively soon, as opposed to the, on the Pac-12 side, all we heard was they're hundreds of millions of dollars apart. So it could get done, but but the thing is, if you're Brett Yormark and you think that an Amazon, uh, somebody like that would be eager to, you know, or an Apple TV, um, you think the money there could make up the difference in, in a few years, and they'd be really eager to get in in a few years then you wait. But the media landscape changes so fast that you really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, for example, what if the MLS stuff with Apple TV doesn't go well and they say, you know what, we don't, we don't want to get involved with college football or sports right now. We're going to take a step back. If the numbers for Amazon keep going down for Thursday Night Football, they say, you know what, our numbers for NFL are great, but I'm not sure college football is going to even do close to what we want, then you go back to ESPN in a few years in a, in a position where you lack strength and you, they might lowball you on the offer. So he has a lot to deal with when it comes to that. But I think if they get around the numbers they like, and they can go to the Utah and Colorado and Arizona and say, look, y'all are still all out shopping and you guys can't find a dance partner right now, but we've gotten close to the money that we want. And you guys would tack on some extra because we'd open up a late night package that we can now sell and we've got you guys, you know, the expansion included in the contract, come on over. I mean, that would be a tough deal to turn down. Now, I'm not sure about the length of the deal. I don't think anything goes beyond 2030. Uh, I think it's going to be a four- to five-year deal at most, uh, if, if you're asking me, because I think the future is just – the media future and the landscape of college football future are so 
hectic and always sh- always shifting that you don't want to lock yourself into something too long like the ACC did because it gave them conference security, but it did not give them financial competitiveness in the way that I think the league with Clemson and Florida State and Miami should have. So I think it's so many factors you have to balance. It'll be a shorter-term deal. I, I don't know which way I'm going right now. It wouldn't be shocked if we saw it the other day. It wouldn't be shocked if they said, you know what, we want to wait to see what a Hulu or an Amazon or, or an Apple TV will offer us in the future. Uh, fascinating stuff. We appreciate your time as always. What do you got, uh, what do you got coming up uh, on the podcast? Talking to Danny Cannell about some SEC bias, one of his favorite topics <laughs> uh, about the college football playoff and, and where Big 12 teams fit into that and also previewing this week's games as well. Sounds like a uh, sounds like a winner. We appreciate your time as always. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Yes. See you later. Josh Neighbors locked on the Big Twelve Podcast eight nineteen. You're listening to uh, the first word in sports. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor football. The Riesel Coaches Show with Tyler Crow is brought to you by Kyle Dietrich and Kelly Realtors. Coach, coming off a forty-two to nothing win over Moody last Friday night. A great all-around victory by your team. Offensively, over 400 yards rushing, and defensively, obviously, you get the shutout. You've got to be pretty happy. Yeah, we uh, we probably played our best game of the year um, as far as putting them four quarters together in all three phases of the game. And, uh, you know, we really didn't make a lot of mistakes, uh, so that's always helpful uh, to kind of put a game together like that. And the uh, offensive line did a great job blocking. Uh, the backs ran hard and uh, defense. Um, we gave up some first downs and things, but uh, we were able to hold them out of the end zone. So, uh um, I was real pleased with the way we played. Now, this Friday, you continue district play at number three, Crawford, and this is a Crawford team that does pretty much everything well in all three phases of the game. No doubt. You know, um, Crawford's been a very good program for a long time. Uh, coach Jacobs has been there for a while um, as, a, you know, an assistant, now the head coach, and uh, they've continued to do the things that Crawford does. Uh, so they're always, they're always a tough uh, opponent, no matter where their talent level is at. The kids play hard. And um, they're physical and they're disciplined and uh, all those things that it takes to be successful. You know, they do a good job in all those areas. Uh, so they're they're number three in the state for a reason. You know, they're they're a good team. Offensively for them, they're going to run the ball at you, obviously, but they will also throw it over the top if if you get too many men in the box. No doubt, their quarterback is a playmaker, um, and so uh, he can throw it. And uh, he may be more dangerous when he scrambles around and just you know becomes an athlete. Uh, and so uh, he's he's pretty good. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, like I said, if they are open, he hits them. And then when it hits them in the hands, they catch it. And so, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty balanced. They do what they need to do. If they need to run it, they will. If they need to throw it, they will. Um, and then, of course, defensively, um, you know, they, uh, they run to the ball and they tackle well. And, you know, they're going to be in the right spot. Um, and they got a real good kicker, too. Uh, so, you know, he's a weapon for them for sure. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. 
Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Driving across Texas? Get comfortable. There's nearly 300,000 square miles to explore. In a state this big, you need auto coverage from someone who knows it all. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. For coverage that's right for you where you drive in every moment of every mile. Call Stephen Owens today at 254-399-8010 to see if you qualify to save up to 40% on your auto insurance. Stephen is a proud member of the 1992 Valley Mills Eagles High School State Championship Baseball Team. Discounts may vary by situation. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. It's 824. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, a Wednesday edition of the program. Uh, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we... <laughs> Can I get through the introduction before you start snorting and giggling? And I haven't snorted this morning. You will. Uh, well, you got. Uh, this is Stephanie. <laughs> oh, good morning. Good morning, Ward. What the heck did we do? Well, you're over here pretending something you're in Elvis. another life, I guess. <laughs> you're being Elvis. I was doing some imitations, and that's all. So anyway, what what do you got for us this morning? Well, you know, I have a fascination for cows. I love cows. Hang on a second. I love cows. They're so cute. I'm just going to go ahead and clip that real quick. They're so cute. So I found across the ocean. 100 miles or more? Yes, way more. Like in another country. Would that be to the the north of us, south of us, east of us, or west of us? I think it's south from us. It's Australia, so it's south. It's like south and to the right. But anyway, south and, and to, to the, the right. right. <laughs> Go south and turn right. You'll hit Australia. Yeah, you look at a globe. It's like down and to the right. No, that would be to the left. It depends on which way you're looking at if the ball. If you're going south, you go left. I'm so confused about north and south. Anyways, they have. <laughs> Can you imagine what her customers are thinking right now? They love me. <laughs> They're all going, huh? <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, they have the Compass Cup every year. And what it is, it's cow racing. Mm -hmm. And so they get 24 cows. Now, these cows are not trained, and they don't pick these cows out until that morning of the cow race. It's a 60-meter, what do you call it, like track? 
and you've got a rider on the cow with four crew members. Now, these cows. Crew members? That's what they call them, crew members. And so you want to get the cow from one end to the other end. And they have three heats. So you start with 24, then you go down to 12, then you go down to the last six. Here's what's funny. you got to look it up because some cows will just stand there and they cannot get that cow to move. Others will just, that sometimes cows will just spin around in circles and then sometimes cows take off the other direction. And it is hilarious. It's hilarious. So it's cow racing. They do it every single year. And they've been doing it since 1974. Yeah, look at your Why? Face. Look how fun that is. YouTube it. It's hilarious. Oh, it's on the internet. Is that what you're saying? You can see it. Oh, okay. It's funny. We should have a cow. We should go to my neighbor's house and do it. I don't think he'll let you do that. I bet he will. Cows. I bet he will. Oh, that dude fell I off. I think you ought to go cow tipping. What? <clears throat> What's cow tipping? Nope. Nope. You can't nope. tip over a cow. They're too heavy. That's what you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, cow racing. There is such a thing, and it's only done in Australia. Now, you just said we could do it at your neighbor's, so how is it I only- said I can ask him we should How is do it only it? done in Australia? Well, we you don't think br- they do it here? You don't think there's somebody Texas. in Morgan Mill that's racing cows? I don't know where Morgan Mill is. I don't know. I think this isn't like bull riding. This is like you've got those black and white cows, you know, like dairy cows. Well, these are Chocolate brown. milk cows. These are brown. Chocolate milk cows. <laughs> I, I didn't know there was a chocolate milk oh, cow. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, the black Which oil, ones give chocolate milk and which ones the give The brown milk? ones do. The brown ones give chocolate milk? And the black and white ones give vanilla. Which one's Elsa? <laughs> vanilla. vanilla. It's vanilla milk. milk. Is is Elsa <laughs> vanilla or chocolate? Elsa, I think, is vanilla. Okay. Yeah. Who's Elsa? <laughs> you don't know who Elsa is? No, who's Elsa? Maybe the most famous cow on earth? Oh, yeah. the one that was on the milk cartons back in the day? And, and or was that my And, and, yeah. and today. I don't know. We don't even have milk cartons. I think I would yes, rather. there is. There is? Oh, wait, there is because they have almond milk. There's still, you can still buy. I'm going buy, to the grocery store. You can still store. buy regular whole milk in a carton if you'd like. That's true. Like, they're like half gallons. I had to think about that for a second. But they have a cow still? I'm going to go look. Yeah? I mean, Why would they not? Have you not been by the Elsa <laughs> display at the state fair? She's there every year. I don't do state fair. There's too many people there. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Too many anyway, people there, there. There's too many people there. Would you rather be more cows there? They're a little nicer. <laughs> I, I'm watching this on, on YouTube, by the way, it and I funny. think I would much rather just stand in front of a wall and watch the paint dry. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. It There's looks, nothing funny or entertaining looks, about that. Yeah, look at the guy that's trying to, the team trying to push the cow, and the cow's not going anywhere. And then some of the cows just take off. The rider can't stay on. I think it is hilarious. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I think it's fun. There is such thing as cow racing. I am the gut now. The cow racing. Watching that. All right. Uh, All right. Thanks. Thanks so much, You're welcome. Steph. Have a great day. Go sell something. I'm going to go find Elsa. All right. She's sweet. I'm going to find out. Eight, oh. eight, 829, this is, this is game time, and we talk high school football. We do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Brian Haney, our guest, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. 
you had a chance to have a, a fantastic call for the national championship clinching moment in the previous April, the April of, of 2021. And so, of course, who do I call on the Sunday night before our Monday championship game at North Carolina? I call JMO. And as one of my great friends in the industry, he gave me tremendous advice. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The San Marcos High School football team has been declared ineligible for the 2023 postseason. The UIL also suspended head coach John Walsh for five games, and Rattler's assistant coach Lee Vallejo has been suspended for two years and placed on three years probation. The action stems from an investigation that found 11 freshman players transferred for athletic purposes. In the NBA last night, the Mavericks lost to New Orleans 113-111. Tonight, San Antonio's at Minnesota, and the Rockets are in Utah. 
Jim Nance has announced his last Final Four broadcast will come in 2023 after 33 years of calling the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship Finals. The Miami Marlins have named Skip Shoemaker as their new manager. He spent the last five seasons as an assistant for the Cardinals and Padres. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. It's 834. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Let's talk a little high school football. Let's talk some U-Dog football. We welcome in Kent Lasseter, the head coach of the University Trojans. And you can, by the way, hear the University Trojans uh, all season long over on our sister station, 104.9 FM. Coach, first of all, good morning. We appreciate your time. And, And what's the excitement level like right now on campus with this football team in the playoffs and really still fighting for an opportunity to play for a district championship. It's, it's very exciting, uh, not only at, at school on campus, but in our entire community, um, you know, South Waco community. Um, it's, it's just been waiting for a playoff team uh, for a long time, and it's been 13 years, so uh, we've got a lot of excitement, and it's uh, literally been a generation, a couple of generations of players uh, that have come through here uh, that have not experienced it, and um, you know, when you talk about the parents, you talk about players, uh, our campus, our administration, all of our student body, uh, all of our extracurricular, uh, whether it be uh, our cheer band, everybody that attends the game, our LTC, they're all very excited. So, um, yeah, the, the vibe on the campus and off campus has been really good. And uh, we're excited to, to have a chance to continue uh, to build on what we've already done. Uh, you mentioned uh, what we could possibly be playing for. Obviously, we've got to take care of business uh, t- tomorrow in, uh, at Connolly and, and Pflugerville. So uh, that's what we're, we're uh, looking forward to, and uh, we, we expect to be playing quite a while. Coach, what is the biggest difference in, in this football team right now in, in this week coming up? Is it the mindset and changing the mindset, and, and how did that come about? Well, it's always the mindset. Uh, obviously, you gotta, you've just got to focus on playing one game at a time, and you've got to correct any mistakes that you've made in previous games and or in practice. And then also, it, you know, anybody. That's why you play the game. I mean, you gotta, you gotta put one foot in front of the other and make sure you're prepared and you cross all your T's and you dot all your I's so that on game day you can perform. And, and that's really what we're trying to do. Uh, be uh, be now focused. The long term will take care of itself. Um, the big goals will continue to to uh, uh, come about as long as we are focused on right now. Coach, uh, looking at this team, a lot of the success attributed to your ball club has been these young players, the freshman receiver London Smith, and on the defensive side, the sophomore linebacker Joseph Caballero. How significant of an impact uh, through your eyes going through practice in the games, watching all the film, how how much has the young players played a successful role in the success of your team? They've played a big role. You know, you mentioned London Smith, uh, you know, being a freshman, not really knowing how he would uh, perform until the season began because obviously we couldn't go through spring ball with him, but uh, he's jumped in. I mean, he's got – uh, he right now, I think he's third in the league in, in receiving the yards. He's got about five touchdowns, five or six touchdowns, three interceptions. So high production 
uh, for any age, uh, but freshmen are doing a great job. And, you know, moving, we've got some sophomores that are contributing uh, as well. Joe Cavalero is the top tacklers, uh, you know, in the, in the league as well. And so um, you look at, you look at what he's doing. And then uh, Matt Marquez is also a sophomore on defense. So uh, he's doing a great job. You move over on, on the offensive side, uh, Roberto Diaz, he's played a lot. He's a sophomore as well. And so we've got a lot of underclassmen uh, that are contributing, doing well. Uh, Bolo Dowling has played a little bit. Um, we'll have another young lineman in this week uh, with Jordan Hernandez as well, who's a, who's a sophomore. So we've got a lot of sophomores and obviously the one freshman we do have that's playing up. And uh, um, I'm, I'm really excited. I appreciate how they've uh, bought in and uh, and really – you know, been able to contribute. Um, we don't. We didn't. Have, obviously, we didn't want to bring up, you know, freshmen and sophomores, and they not be able to contribute or make, um, I guess, a big impact on our team. So I'm really happy with what they've done, and obviously, uh, we want to keep going. We don't want to, you know, just be satisfied where we've been, and we want to keep building on uh, what they've done along with the seniors and the juniors and the leadership that we already have. We're visiting with Kent Lassiter, the uh, head football coach and campus coordinator over at University High School. Coach, you, you get the win over Rouse last week. You've got Belton ahead this week, uh, in two weeks. You, you've got an 0-8 Pflugerville-Conley team tomorrow night. Do you worry about your football team looking ahead and in this possibly being a trap game? How do you handle that? You you always got to work on just our, our mindset for any game, but obviously – um, there's been no mention of any opponent beyond uh, this Thursday. So we, we are focused uh, on, on uh, what we've got to do to be successful down in Pflugerville. And, and uh, no, uh, you know, I, I told them, don't, you know, you can't worry about what, whether teams 10 and 0, 0 and 10, um, you've got to worry about what you've got to do uh, to be successful. Mm-hmm. Coach, you're always looking for light bulb moments in, in especially young teams. When did you see those light bulbs start popping off for this team, and are they still going off? I would say early in the year, I saw a lot of it, uh, even in game one. I mean, we we did our defense shut out um, our uh, Robinson in the second half, and um, you know we had a huge play to bring the play within uh, two points. Uh, to London Smith, uh, who scored. And then, um, so we did come up short that game. However, we rebounded, all right? Uh, we wound up winning on the road, um, which hadn't happened in a long time. So that was a big one. And that game wound up being a little bit, it it, it, it was a 20-point win, but there was some moments where, you know, it could have really went, you know, the the wrong direction. And we held on and, and did a great job. Wound the offense really uh, got a spark in the second half and wound up scoring big. And, and then I'll say the, the biggest light bulb moment, I think, where our team saw that, hey, we can, we, we can, we're going to play hard. We're going to, we're going to, no matter who the, the competition is, and we're going to play to the last second. Um, which would be Arlington Heights. I mean, Arlington Heights is a right now they're undefeated. Um, they are undefeated in their in their their season and district, and we ha- we lost to them by one point uh, at home on the last second play. Uh, so or no, uh, the right there at the end. So yeah, I mean, there's been several of those moments, but I would say in that order, 
um, that's kind of got, you know, that got us battle tested to go into district and, you know, going in the district, we've, we've played really well and coming up one point short at Elgin, we had that game one and then they scored with three, 33 seconds left to go up, but we had that game one and we came back from, a, uh, I believe a 21, seven, uh, lead that they had in the first half. So they were up on us. And then, um, and then moving forward, obviously, um, you know, this last game we had a, a defensive stand uh, at home uh, right there at the end to win the game. So there's been little light bulb moments, uh, but I'm just kind of talking through uh, some of the big moments that have happened this year, and I'm sure we'll have uh, plenty more. Kent, from the day you got here and took this job, looked at your facilities, looked at uh, your numbers and all of those type of things to the point to where you're sitting here today – uh, getting ready to play tomorrow night. Is this rebuild that you guys are going through, are you ahead of schedule? Or are you or are you right where you thought you would be in year two? It's hard to say. I, 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 I thought and believed that with the support of our administration, starting with our superintendent, uh, moving on down to our building principal, it was Ricky S. And now we've got – he was phenomenal. Now we've got a phenomenal principal and Mr. Alonzo McAdoo. And then our athletic directors, Coach Smith and Coach Love. I I knew that if I had the resources and the support, I I thought that I would we would be successful uh, over time. Uh, now, you know, obviously we've been very blessed with um, realignment to help us, uh, you know, to play in a tough district but to play in a central Texas district where we have some familiarity with some of the opponents that we're playing because um, we played uh, with Belton and some other ones in, in past in Elgin in, in the past and district. Uh, but being ahead of schedule, um, you can call it that way, say it that way, but um, the bottom line is it wouldn't happen if our kids didn't buy in and our coaching staff didn't do a great job. Um, so, you know, that's where we're really fortunate. Our coaches do a phenomenal job. Um, of coaching and our kids and our parents and our community has done a great job of rallying around, um, you know, our mantra of keep chopping wood, just keep coming back, keep going to work. Um, over time, success will come and just worry about the things that we can control and the long-term, big-term goals at the end uh, will, will manifest if we just stay the course. And so that's kind of where we are. Um, you know, uh, you know. It's, again, it's kind of hard to answer that because, you know, I've been blessed that when I was at Little Rock Central year two, we made the turnaround there, and now it is again. This is happening here uh, at at University High School. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess we are a little bit, but I hope I hope uh, we can really say that as we keep moving forward and we win more ball games and go into the playoffs. Coach, thanks. Uh, we know you're busy. You got a game tomorrow night. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in the contest tomorrow night, and we appreciate you being with us this morning. Yes, sir. Hey, have Thank a great day. Want. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How we going? That is Kent Laster, the head coach of the University Trojans. Ward their 4-4, four four, get a win over 0-8 Pflugerville tomorrow night, and then they'll tee it up against Belton for an opportunity to play for a championship. That is uh, – <laughs> I don't care if they win, lose, or draw. That's that's pretty darn impressive uh, to, to be where they were two years ago, to be where they were a year ago. And then to be in this position today, it's uh, it's kind of fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice turnaround, and it's fun to to see, you know, those kids get excited right. and be able to start believing in what they're hearing and 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 be able to 
understand you do things right and and good things will happen and mm-hmm. you know you, you continue to follow the line and you know you, you start seeing that confidence build and and you can tell just listening and 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 watching this football team each time they go out they get a little more confident each series they get a little more confident and this this team is trending in the right direction and, and yeah and it's fun and I think as they as they get that success Mm-hmm. that you'll see more kids coming out of the hallways and participating in the program. I mean, their numbers have always been an issue. Uh, you know, kids just didn't play. And, and, you know, now that they can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train coming, uh, you, you'll, I think you'll see more kids coming out of, out of the hallways and, and joining the program and participating with their other classmates and, you know, building a strong junior varsity and freshman well, I think and that's you where are, your numbers you know that's well, where it comes from anyway you, you heard him talk about it too i mean that that's already happening yeah i mean they've already got the junior high classes getting bigger they already got the freshman and sophomore classes getting mm-hmm. bigger and that's that's where you have to build it from the ground up if you don't then it's not going to sustain itself and it's not going to make that turnaround like you're wanting it to you know he, he says he's probably you know close to being on schedule but maybe a little bit ahead of schedule and i think he's a little bit ahead of schedule but if if he can keep those freshmen and sophomores engaged and and be able to understand that those numbers keep growing, then his varsity numbers keep growing. That's where you want it to do. You don't necessarily need the you know the upperclassmen to go. Oh yeah, I want to play football now. Right. I I look at those guys and say, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have time for you. I've got these young guys I need to work with. Well, and I was talking with Lyndon Help, the head coach over at the Waco High Campus yesterday, and he was. He, you know, and I was looking out his window and watching the freshman team practice, and I said, golly, there's a lot of players out there. He said, our numbers, because we're engaged with them, because we're going and doing home visits, and and because we're, you know, we're engaged with the junior high, he said, our our, our numbers under the varsity are outstanding, freshman group, sophomore group, and, and junior high group, and that's where you're going to build your program. That's the only from. way you can turn it around. Yep, it's the only way. It's It's a long, tedious process. And uh, and that's what's so impressive about universities thing. This is year two, year two of the program, uh, and it's year two for over at Waco High where they're just uh, you know they got one win so far. Uh, but again, when you look at what they have numbers wise in their junior class and senior class compared to their freshman and sophomore and down into the junior highs, uh, it's it's you can <laughs> it, it they're coming. I mean you know the the numbers are coming and. And it will take some time, but they'll get it done as well, I think. And, and we need the Midways, the Wacos, and the universities. We need our 5As and 6As to, to, to have the same kind of runs and success, in my opinion, as our 4s and 3s and 2s are doing. I mean, look, we, we've, got, we've got great football right now going on between 2A and 4A in Central Texas and private school, for that matter. Six-man. Uh, look, Abbott right up the road just – Number one team in the state for for Pete's sake, you know. Uh, so, and you want to see our four A's and five A's and our six A's do the same thing, or our five A's and six A's rather do the same thing. And that's that's University, that's Waco, and that's Midway. Well, and you know, I think I think these guys that uh, that are leading these programs, Shane Anderson at Midway and and uh, Kent Lasseter at University and and Lyndon Helt over at Waco High, I think they've got the right formula, the right plan to to get their programs going going to take some time it clearly is going to take some time so we'll see how it goes over the next couple of seasons but man i am excited about what we got going on two-way through through 4a around here and again i i, I look I, I may be greedy 
But I think we have the opportunity. Now, look, a lot of things have got to go well. But I think we have the opportunity to get several. And when I say several, you know, I, I think we have two, three, four teams that could get to AT&T Stadium. I, I really do. Greedy. They're, I am greedy, but I think they're, they, they've, they've made me greedy by being to play into a, a level and a standard that, that says, hey, look, we're good enough to win a state championship. Uh, I think Abbott could get that. I mean, there, I, we can go down the list uh, of teams that can get there. You know, and, and there's a couple of them that I would be surprised that they're, if, if they don't get there, other than you've got to stay healthy, you, you, know, you know, the draw. There's a lot of things that you don't control that, that have to go right for you, as well as the things that you do control have to go right for you. It's a hard process. I mean, look how many games. How many games do you play to win a state championship? Sixteen. Sixteen games to win a state championship. You gotta have. You gotta have things go right, as well as be a good football team. All right, uh, eight fifty. Ten away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. The Mark Coaches Show with Kevin Hoffman is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, you're coming off a uh, 47-22 win over the uh, Wortham Bulldogs. Talk a little bit about how the game unfolded for, from uh, from from your club's perspective. Yeah, it, it, it turned out about what we thought what could happen. Uh, you know, we knew that their game plan going in was to try to uh, milk the clock and keep our offense off the field, and uh, they did a good job of that in the beginning of the game. You know, we – we took one offensive snap in the first quarter uh, and pretty much at the beginning of the second quarter, they scored and went for two and we were down eight to seven and, but we'd only snapped the ball one time. And uh, so once we got the lead, we felt pretty comfortable uh, that, you know, that what they were going to try to do, but we had a two touchdown lead and uh, we knew that when we did get the ball on offense that, uh, uh, you know, we didn't feel like they could stop what we were doing. And, uh, you know, we could always maintain that lead. And, and uh, you know, when their type of offense, uh, you know, when they get behind, uh, it's difficult for them to come back uh, because of their style of offense. And uh, so, uh, you know, second quarter, we felt pretty comfortable with the way things were going, and we were happy with uh, the way our kids played. Up next for uh, for the Panthers is Dawson. Talk a little bit about this matchup and and what you see from Dawson on film. Yeah, this is uh, this is for the district championship. Uh, they are uh, undefeated, and uh, you know they're they're eight and zero and and uh, undefeated in district. We're we're eight and zero and undefeated in district. So this is for the district championship. So all the uh, you know everything's out on the table here. Uh, they got a good team. Um, you know, offensively, they got a lot of uh, a speed, and they uh, they like to throw the ball around. Uh, so we're going to have to be be uh, be better in our uh, pass rush uh, and our coverages, and being uh, mixing up coverages to try to confuse the the quarterback. And uh, uh, so uh, you know that's that's going to be the that's going to be the name of the game. ESPN Central Texas. 
In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians. Trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry at your gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX300 Topical Pain Cream. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in see store for details. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Alan Samuels in Waco. We have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will have you driving home in style, like a new 2022 Dodge Challenger Charger. Don't settle for anything less than high-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Alan Samuels in Waco is the place to shop for Dodge Challenger and Charger. Stop by today or browse online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. All right, 856 at ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up at 3, it's John Morris. He's going to have Brian Jensen, the voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders, on the program. Matt is in at 4, and we are back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.